and welcome to the second interlude episode of RP Gentlemen. I'm Patrick, your DM, for this return to the universe of serenity. And I have some people with me, I guess. David, would you like to start? Hey, I'm David. I'm playing Mordecai Pensacola, uh, back from the old Serenity episodes. You should go listen to him if you haven't before. (laughs) (laughs) That's his uh, words of wisdom. Fast on the people. And I'm Alex, and I'm playing Lenny, who now has a memory and a life, and yeah, it's going good. Yeah, two things he didn't have before. A life that he knows of, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, several years of intervening time that he didn't remember for a very long time. Emotional development. Uh, And I'm Dan, and I'll be playing the role of Sammy, who has now found a new fleshy human body um, to inhabit. Um, I guess, do we want to, do we care about spoiling what happens in the previous episodes for those people who might not have joined or joined us just now? like you should have listened to If you haven't listened to the old Serenity episodes, now is when we will start spoiling things. So go back and listen to them and then come back here now. Are you, nice. are, you, are you back? You're hey. back. Welcome. Hey, anyway, yeah, I'll be playing Sammy in E11T's body, because uh, that's where we left it. Yeah, that's where we left it. It was a uh, climatic event where everybody was transported to an otherworldly uh, fifth dimensional location, and uh, E11T, otherwise known as Elliot, merged with a computer AI mm-hmm. to create... Uh, perhaps the first, perhaps the second god that the verse has ever known. Ooh. Um, and birthed the first child robots. Yeah. Like, the child, Robo-Jesus. Yeah. If you really want to get down to brass tacks. But also and, in a way like Robo-Adam, because, yeah, like, the first, first of a new race. The first man slash robot. Oh, you gotta find your Robo-Eve. Oh, she's right here in my chest. Let me rip off my rib. <laughs> what are your robo ribs? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes, maybe that. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, before Sammy finds love, you all find yourselves on Shadow, which is a world that was war-torn in the great uh, war between the Alliance and uh, the Rebellion. So it's a different war-torn world than we ended on last time, because we were on St. Albans? St. Albans, okay. yes. That is a wintry war-torn world. <laughs> and if and I this could... is a watery war-torn world. <laughs> no, it's a... Uh, Westernly war-torn world? A dark one. <laughs> the alliteration is not continued, David. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, Shadow actually is a moon of a gas giant, that, and it is a uh, orbit... It's so slow that it is in shadow for a very long time Mm. um, in its celestial calendar. And uh, so it's a hard place to make a living. Uh, Why would anybody settle on such a planet? It has incredible mineral resources. (laughs) Or it did before they, every, like, trace of human Selma was blown to hell by the Alliance. And then, like, a lot of drone factories were set up to just kind of harvest the resources. Wowee. Um, But you guys are living in a hidden conclave town, one of the last towns on Shadow. Um, And you've taken up residence here because it's a place that those who are hunted by the Alliance kind of manage to slip in under its nose uh, in a place that it thinks long dead. Well, it's constantly dark there, so it's pretty easy to slip in under the cover of night. Yeah, it's often night. But of course, it also has an equally long time of 
daylight. So yes. it could be called daylight, but that seems less intimidating than shadow. That's true. Uh, and so it is in the small town that you find yourselves. It's about a year from the last time our listeners listened, hopefully. Um, and it's actually about a year in real lifetime that we recorded it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a while, boys. That Are has... we prepared to reassert these characters that were so close to our hearts? Is Dan's oh, yes. larynx prepared to I reassert? have my lubricant right here. <laughs> As he does not say what liquid it is. I think we've all been stewing it's on our characters for a year, motor right? Motor oil. Yeah, I've been. I've just been thinking about Mort and what he would be doing. I've been living it, and it's getting real. <laughs> well, uh, so in this town uh, is living Mort and Lenny as mm-hmm. a family unit, mm-hmm. uh, which is Lenny's getting a little old for that. He's now about what, like twenty? I'm forty in body years, but like eighteen in mind years. All right, so it's it's just starting to. It, Irk a little bit, starting yeah. to get a little bit of wanderlust. Going through your adolescent phase. I'm very horny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, and what? Lenny, we don't need to hear about your urges. Uh, the world does. I have my own streaming service. Oh, that's uh, true. Lenny, you're so industrious. Lenny, the sexy deputy, streams his life. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> <laughs> dot net dot is that, verse is that bad <laughs> dot, dot verse is that bad yeah dot verse is that bad to have with us being like a hidden conclave like <laughs> yeah I'm doing my whole sexual life <laughs> but it doesn't say that you're in shadow it just happens that every single thing you stream is I have either very at night shots I try not to put a lot of the town in at once it's I mean to be fair you have the night vision camera on a lot anyway so <laughs> who wouldn't <laughs> yeah it makes the most sense Lenny can I say hi to your friends on your streaming service oh hi Dad! Lenny's friends stop trying to relate to me at a sexual level <laughs> no it's not sexual L- Lenny I'm just trying to get be one on one with you. Get some good time for all the years we missed. Oh, Dad, you're you're too much. You you're around all the time. I am a grown eighteen year old man in a forty year old man's body. <laughs> How old is Mort? Uh, like sixty. All right, he's retired. So yeah, like mid sixties. Uh, I, I I will say that you did come back to uh, tend the family pharmaceutical company. Mm, um, yes, which thank is, you for you there. thank yeah. you for modifying my character choices <laughs> to fit your joke. I wanted that pun, and this whole episode how do you, how do you, is pointless after that. How do you have a farm on a planet that's half of the time in shadow? Uh, these are uh, pharmaceutical mushrooms. <laughs> you guys have a shit farm because fecal nice. matter has to be included in all of our podcasts so we don't get that tax break. Yes. Um, thank from God. The, from the stool companies. Uh, <laughs> anyway. But not the kind of stools you're thinking of. No. The yeah. other kind. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you are living there with Margaret, your wife, whose uh, heart you technically share in a fifth dimensional way. Yeah. You guys are both, but you guys are... She got rebuilt by nanobots. Yeah, it's all... <laughs> are, are we... Uh, so, like, we're good? I'd imagine at this point we are starting to rub each other a little bit the wrong way. Okay, it's, it's one of those uh, relationships that, like... Will always happen, but was never gonna work. Yeah. Cause like you guys, uh, when you get down to the domestic level, like, you just don't fit together. You're not the right jigsaw pieces. We are like space Cialis and space Viagra, Margaret. We just don't mix, so your heart explodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mordecai. Uh, you remembered my name correctly this time. <laughs> I appreciate it, Margaret. Well, I stopped calling you your brother's name long ago, but uh, frankly. I think it's time that I started going out and trying to 
enact real change again in this verse. I know that you need to tend to family pharmaceutical company. Oh, it's my only goal in life <laughs> to be on this strange farm of mine. But I, I need to go and fight the good fight with the rebellion. You gotta take down those people what did those terrible things to our boy. Ah, yes, except for all the terrible things that he did. I, I'm, af- I'm afraid for him, Mordecai. I'm afraid. I'm afraid for him, too. He's some sort of deputy now, <laughs> going out dealing with all sorts of s- some folks who are... Selling. Sex-related crimes. Why I don't mean, you just yeah, say it, Mordecai? No, I, I understand, but that's not why I'm so worried about him. I, I've been giving him lots of antibiotics in case he gets any sort of diseases. <laughs> but really what I'm worried about is him getting conked on the head again. What if he has another amnesia episode? We can't coddle the boy, Mordecai. We need to let him spread his... Seed? <laughs> Were you going to say seed? We work on a goddamn farm, Margaret. I know spores, Mordecai. Well, fine. Know your goddamn biology. But, frankly, biology is why I need to go. I have wanderlust in my genes. It's not the only lust you got, Margaret. I know you're going to go see Mortimer. (laughs) He out there working on that better farm that's not always in shadow. (laughs) He works on the planet where it's a constant beach party all the time. I won't have this beach party conversation again. What a guy, you know why I need to go. No. I know, I know. Let me go while the plot is still going. At least give Lenny something to remember you by. I'll go say a word with him before I leave. All I ask from you is one final embrace. (laughs) Yeah, let's make it weird. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I I always missed your strong arms, Mordecai. What do you want me to say, Mordecai? It's fine. I just wanted to, you know, pretend. Yeah. And here's my mom and dad hugging again. They're so in love. It's really where I draw a lot of my sexual energy from. (laughs) I'm glad they will always be together. Thanks, viewers, for watching us here at LennyDoesPornAsADeputy.com in the verse. <laughs> Hi, Mom and Dad. You got a lot of weird website oh, addresses. Oh, you got to buy all domains. Like, you know, people are... Because <laughs> if they accidentally teams. mistype it, then oh, they yeah. get to... Yeah, yeah you want to you compete with the other Lenny's doing deputy-based porn. I mean, you're like Mr. Universe, right? In Serenity, wasn't that the name of the character who was oh, yeah. streaming or like the yeah, hacker? He was listening to everything. He was like the hacker. Yeah, type. everyone listens to me. And uh, he's got like four or seven thousand different computers listening to Lenny at this point. Well, hi, happy family. Glad everything is going great for us. Uh, Lenny, your mom and I got something, something to tell you. Some hard news. Well, Lenny, I, I need to go and fight a galactic rebellion against an overwhelming tyrannical force. Mom, what? No, no! But don't worry, Lenny, she's gonna give you a knife to remember her by. What? I, you left for 25 years, I didn't remember any of it, and that didn't matter. Well, that's You gave true. me some object, I'm sure. I gave you a knife, and now she's gonna give you a different knife. <laughs> a more maternal-feeling knife. I, excuse me, Mordecai. Mine was a very paternal knife. Well, and it I'm said giving from him daddy. a very maternal Gun, all right. Well, you always did have to one up me, Margaret. What is he going to use a knife for, Mordecai? Uh, maybe cutting mushrooms out of the goddamn ground. Maybe cutting his own eye out. I, I'm so sorry, my baby. Oh, and because you still have, wait, did your eyeball get fixed by the nanobots? Yeah, every the nanobots fixed everything. Good Except for my good my call, me. Ah, uh, yeah. So, but <laughs> any time again, he could have gotten poked his eye out. I said he was gonna. 
And so, but you get this, all right? I know how good you are at murder, Lenny. And I want you to have this time of sexually mature innocence to reestablish who you are. But I want you to know that you can come and find me whenever you like and fight beside me in this constant struggle against oppression. I'll use it to make the bad men go away. Also that. Lenny, who are these bad men who are bothering you? I don't know. They were, they were, they were walking around town. They were, they were talking about the drive. Are they picking? Wait, are they talking bad about E11 T and the drive? I've been trying to preach the good word around town. They, you know, some folks just don't believe in the drive. They don't think that a, a human can mix consciousness with an AI and create a whole different spiritual being. Just wait till Sammy gets a load of this. He will be furious, or the newly made robot man equivalent of furious. Yeah, where is Sammy? I miss him. <laughs> He's he went out back to think again. I think. He's uh been a lot doing a lot to of talk. I'm talking out here. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do that, even though I'm a human. Sometimes. Oh, uh, well, it's just there's a lot of testosterone well, in this no, house. No, I just think it's it's like his equivalent of praying to Elliot, like reconnecting with his father figure. You know. You know, you don't need to speculate. You could ask <laughs> me. I'm I can hear you through the open window. You're just so far away. Uh, Sammy, both physically and uh, emotionally. Just, uh, just a couple of yards. It's really not. It's a small house. Okay, Sammy, why don't you come in well, here? All right. Yeah. Step, 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 step. Yes, you can Crank. say step. So Crank. what was uh, Sammy doing in this docking? Like what, He just sits. He just sits? On the ground? He just sits on the ground. <laughs> and just docks just with himself? Thinks. Yeah. Is just that... goes on to in sleep mode. Okay. Human right. sleep mode. Meditation. And you, he just has been searching his soul, his new human soul. Yeah, for stuff. Just feeling it all. <laughs> Let it all like sink the, in. Yeah, he just feels his like like blood pulsing through the capillaries and like his his lungs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, as you uh, reach the door, uh, you actually get the feeling all of a sudden as if you are being watched over, and when you turn you actually see that there is a light uh, coming up on one of the horizons. Oh, sunrise already, huh? Uh, and you, having lived here for a year, you know that it's not due for about another two weeks. Kind of weird, though, considering the fact that on the calendar, it's <laughs> a couple of weeks out. <laughs> now, Sammy, you're right. Uh, I was just finishing collecting up all the mushrooms because, you know, when the sun comes up, they're going to shrivel and die. So it's far too early for that. Uh, they're a fickle crop. I, it's curious why we even chose to plant them, but I guess well, I better continue doing that or else they'll die when this this new strange light's coming up. Yeah, grab the shroom blankets, cover them up. Yep. She gets her run out to protect <gasps> the fields. Anyway, um, continue your narrative. And there's a, uh, you see that what's coming over the horizon is far brighter than the actually uh, fairly distant sun uh, to shadow. It's much closer and much bigger. And it is as uh, the sunlight glare fades. And I'm looking directly into it. (laughs) The entire time. She's burning your cordial. Feeling it. It's like uh, as if someone has held a great steel mirror up into the sky uh, all across the horizon. 
with the same kind of strange ripple that you'd get from a beaten metal mirror. Um, but as the shape kind of, as the, the horrifying pain from staring into the brightness fades, you can see that it is if the geography of a world was cast all in metal, as if great continents and seas were all made of uh, shimmering kind of quicksilver. Huh, uh, never heard about any of those types of planets. Sammy, are you staring directly into the sun again? Not anymore. You know that's bad for your eyes, Sammy. You can't just be repaired like some sort of robot. Human bodies aren't easily that repaired unless no, you got uh, a big tube. Lenny got a new eye. I know, if you got a big tube full of nanobots. But on, on Shadow, we don't have the amenities that li- Alliance planets have. Okay. I'm just saying, son, you got to be more careful. You're not my dad. I know I'm not your dad, but I'm sort of like a father figure. He's been doing that a lot recently. He's overly dad-like. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to be in touch with my two new buddies who I've been <laughs> missing a lot. Uh, you know, I want you guys to stay safe, stay healthy, eat your Wheaties and whatnot, uh, mushroomies, because we don't have wheat on the planet. <laughs> we got mushrooms. That's right. But uh, they're high in chitin, and they're good for your digestive system. Uh, so the uh, planet continues to rise, and you can see... Oh, shit! Look at that planet in the sky! It's almost as if there's some type of plot occurring elsewhere. (laughs) Um, and the equator hits the horizon, and you can see, uh, it's it's still... It's got a dotted line around it, like a schematic drawing. Almost like that, but it's as if it's, like, one huge blurry line Mm. between where it's bisected by, uh, incredibly lush green. Like, as if every single portion of the planet was the deepest Amazon rainforest from where it meets the Quicksilver Seas to the other side of the planet that is rising above the horizon. Uh, so, I mean, this is a new experience for all of us, right? Like, this we've has never, never seen... happened before. It, this is the first time you've ever seen or heard of a planet like this, and it is suddenly rising over the horizon. edge of your world. Say, Lenny, uh, I know you got friends on, on the net and whatnot. Uh, are any of them talking about this strange planet that's uh, showing up? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stream it, and I'm just going to start reading the chat forums. Whoa! <laughs> nice planet, dudes! She's big, yo! <laughs> nice plants! <laughs> Your mama's fatter than that planet! Uh, uh, internet's not helpful. Mm, <laughs> that is unfortunate. Do you think that this is perhaps some sort of divine intervention, like perhaps E11T looked down upon us and thought, oh, they could use light more frequently during the year? I doubt it. <laughs> he, that guy's gone. He's a goner, that old geezer. Now, now Sam, he left on. us. That guy was... Left uh, us in the poop. He was essentially <laughs> your father, and he sacrificed himself so that you may live and also experience what life was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he could he could have taken better care of this body before he gave it to me, though. Well, that's a good point. Also, you're not taking very good care of that body either you're looking at the sun you know uh, it's already got calloused eyeballs from, <laughs> from when he stared directly into that supernova so uh margaret has actually while you guys were talking gone into the house and come back out and is now because she is a, an astrophysicist if i remember correctly uh if you do that'd be <laughs> impressive <laughs> but she actually comes out with a what looks to be some type of shoulder mounted 
uh, like cannon, what? <laughs> and is actually using its like optical sight to look at this new planet. Now, Morgan, I gotta say that blowing this new fangled uh, ball of metal out of the sky certainly does seem like an attractive option. I'm but- not blowing it up, Mordecai. You. Dumb son of a bitch. Well, now that's just hurtful. I, I met your mother, all right? This is one of the reasons that we broke up the first time. You leave Mama Pensacola out of this. <laughs> and uh, I'm using it to inspect this new planet. And uh, she's looking out. And she goes, oh, my good Christ. And uh, she puts it over and is like, Lenny, come, come look through. <laughs> like you do with a kid in a telescope. Uh, and uh, as Lenny puts it on his uh, recording eye, uh, he can see that if you uh, look at the equator, it's a unending battle of what look to be strange creatures and robotic uh, sentience of some point that is just constantly in a insane... Uh, conflict all along the planet's equator. Wow, Mom, this is fantastic. Oh, hold on. Uh, Twitch plays uh, Blow Up the Planet says Blow Up the Planet. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no, they're saying Don't Blow the Planet. Oh, no, Blow the Planet. (laughs) Now they press Start and Select a bunch of different times in a row. Left, right, left. Uh, so, but it, uh, you, as you, as you pull the trigger and stop pulling the trigger, uh, the, like, disarmed flashing thing comes up and Margaret says, this is this could be some type of alien artifact. The the rebellion's gonna want to get this before the alliance. Oh, that's all you can ever think of, Margaret, is your precious rebellion. What about your son? He's trying to blow up a planet. Don't you think we should encourage him? It is a planet, Mordecai. What well, is he supposed to do? As far as I can tell, it's simply a large Pokeball in the sky. I don't understand your out of canon reference. That is what it looks like, and I don't appreciate it either. Is that what it is? That like half of the planet is if it was a silver and green one. Okay, okay. And actually, as you uh, see it, and it kind of rotates a little bit as it's coming up over the horizon, there does seem to be some type of uh, different geography along the equator Mm. over to the side. Okay. Um, And so. Uh, Margaret is uh, thrust the shoulder-mounted uh, launcher into your hands, Mordecai, and says, I'm, I'm going to need the ship. The Mariposa? Uh, I mean, we haven't flown that ever since we got to Shadow. Well, I know. I don't know if it still works after the drive, you know, turned into God and whatnot. Oh, it works. <laughs> but Sammy saw to that. We're going to need to... That's me, Sammy. Now, I know you've been referring to yourself in the third person a lot, Sammy, and I get that you have a newfound sense of self. That's right. uh, But I got (laughs) to say, if you want to fit in with us other humans, you don't refer to yourself in the third person. Sammy! Gets your point. (laughs) Well, that's... that's All right, Mort. You got it. Good to know, uh, Sammy. But yeah, Margaret, we can uh, all hop in, I suppose. Uh, Maybe, Lenny, maybe you should sit this one out. It seems a little dangerous. What? No, Dad, I am coming. I've been... been, I've killed wolves. We've been in uh, different dimensions together. We're doing this. That is true. You are very good at fighting, Lenny. Yeah, I killed that guy, I think, with a lollipop. So now that I got a gun, it's going to be great. You'd be especially <laughs> effective. Yeah. Um, and you can see now that you the gun that uh, your mother gave to you is like, uh, made a piece in an old style that still uses like more modern rounds. 
but uh, cool. is like black, uh, pitch black, and with like little bits of gold and silver filigree kind of it. I mean, oh like, my god, it's not. But gold and silver aren't particularly valuable each because they still look pretty. It, it's very well done piece. It's it is it's like a, it's a every birthday present you ever wanted. Dibs on murder. the shoulder mounted rocket launcher. <laughs> You know, if, if we're going into space uh, and we're not leaving anybody behind, we're going to have to bring Mama Pensacola with us. She's a, a wheelchair bound and, you know, I don't want her ri- rotting away all by herself. I am not going to bring your mother on a highly technical and very dangerous mission where she might die. Actually, we could bring your mother if you wanted to. Well, I was going to say, she's afraid of mushrooms, so it would be rude to leave her all by her lonesome. Well, we could have sent her to that nice home that I picked out over on Persephone. Well, where but they... no, apparently Persephone blows up too often for you, Tace. It, it does, especially when I'm around. And if I'm going to go visit her frequently, then it might blow up even more. Well, fine. I'll, I'll go over there and I'll ask her myself. Would that please you, Mordecai? Will you then let us use your fancy spaceship? You know she doesn't want to talk to you. I'll go get her myself. And then you start up the spaceship. All right. Let, let's do that. Let's do that split scene right it there. It doesn't matter. We'll just cut to when we're on the spaceship. <laughs> With Mama Pensacola. Uh, and uh, you've actually you went to your house and... Found I out got her out. She's got a blanket on. She does <laughs> because Pensacola uh, passed away. <gasps> Mama! <laughs> during the night. And Quick, I'll shove some healing mushrooms in her mouth. <laughs> oh, the, the mushrooms, they don't do anything. Uh, these godforsaken mushrooms aren't worth the salt they're grown in. Oh, uh, is that is that you, Mordecai? Mama, you're not actually dead, despite <laughs> what I had believed, because somebody I, told I, me. I came back, I came back, because I just wanted to say, how, how dare you try and force a character upon me? Mama, <laughs> Mama, oh, And oh. now I die horrifically. <laughs> oh, and this only strengthens my resolve to be a good father to my son. <laughs> I'm glad you could take that away from that. Uh, and later on the spaceship, uh, you guys have all prepared your way and uh, gotten uh, all the, the kinks worked out of the launch sequence. And mm-hmm. Mordecai is dealt with the five stages of grief. Yeah. Uh, Margaret, Mama Pensacola wanted me to give you something. What, what do you mean? She she had this, and I, I pull out a little piece of paper, like a folded note from my... Uh, so ever since uh, Sammy and or E11T became God, Mordecai Pensacola has been wearing a tux to after Sammy, but it's a Hawaiian print tux. Uh, and so he hands, pulls out from the suit pocket, hands Margaret a little note. She opens it up. What does it say? It says, screw you, I've always hated you. <laughs> Mama Pensacola was not a fan of yours, Margaret. God damn it! What what happened to her though? She died. Did she? Apropos of nothing. <laughs> she was in the the spitting image of health, except in the fact that she was wheelchair bound. Well, I, I I'm so sorry, there, Mordecai. Don't act like you're not happy. You're dancing for joy. I can see you river dancing right now. I I'll river dance when I'm sad too, Mordecai. Let's just get to this planet so we can find whatever life is on it and then presumably have it die for no reason.
Hey everybody, thank you for listening to this second episode of the Serenity Campaign. Uh, really, I should have Patrick be thanking you since he is the GM for this episode. Uh, thank you, David, for allowing me to thank these fine people. Thank you, people, for being so fine. And I should say it's time, uh, it's been a little bit since we have thanked our patrons, uh, all of them. But we actually do have two new patrons we need to thank first, and then we'll thank all of our patrons just because that's what we like to do. Uh, so uh, let's get the characters in here. Uh, we got to get Simon and yes, Dap and Break. Oh, God, yes. I'm uh, very busy, but I do make time for these. Uh, hey, Dap, it's been a long while since I've seen you. It's good to see you. Oh, almost as good to see you there, uh, Break. Yeah, thanks. And uh, hey, Magician Man, I know I don't know you very well, but why don't you kick things off? Well, it's not going to be like how Ark would do it, but I'll give it a shot. And, oh, yes, on the crown molding up there, I see we have the thrice god Nathan Muggy. One scar from defeating Alizar the Cruel, one from rescuing his betrothed from the clutches of a black dragon, and one from his grumpy pet liger, Oliver. Oh, he's got a pet liger, that's pretty cool, I could get down with that. Ark and I just have one of these three-headed dogs. Ah, Cerberus, who's a good pup? Ooh, ah, ow, ow, ouch. And, uh... I need that arm back eventually. Well, we'll cast some sort of ritual or something. We got a lot of necromancers down there in the Nine Hells. Sounds good. Now, who's next in the thank bank? Uh, well, you and I gotta say thank you to Patrick Edwards, the tough, rough, and buff scuffling kerfuffler. Ah, I've never seen someone be so buff while kerfuffling. And, and I am a buff kerfuffler. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, Patrick Edwards actually is doing a similar thing to what these RP gentlemen guys are doing. He's publishing his own book. Uh, oh. So go to Twitter, look him up at ramblingwaffle.twitter. And Dot Twitter. Yeah, and you'll find him there. Oh, well, I've recently learned the power of learning. And, uh, as a principal, I have to say, congratulations, sir. Is a, you are a well-read uh, writer. Is a principal better than a dean? I'm kind of a dean down in, in hell. Well, I mean, I don't know much, but I don't know that. Uh, all right, let's 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 thank the rest of the patrons, too. We gotta, uh, obviously, we gotta thank uh, the well-read Sean Griner, who won regency over the disputed kingdom by besting the unworthy in the traditional contest of Tuesday night trivia. Yes, and thank you to David McDermott, the matchmaker, whose love potion was so strong it could not be opened, for its bottle was loath to part with it. Yes, and I have a special soft spot in my soft spots for the rakish Stuart James, who seduced the Baroness of the Rakes and brought peace to the war-torn lands of Leafpile Vale. You may have heard of him. He's a pretty big deal in the Vale. Oh, oh, I have an even bigger thank you, one to Jessica Fancon, the soothsayer, whose predictions allowed her to win a brand new caravan on the hit game show, The Price is Night. That's, uh, that's night with a K, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be very confusing. But, uh, yes, I love that show. I was once a contestant. I didn't win anything except yes. for uh, my presence on that show. Well, Ark and I were on there, too. We won a brand new set of silverware for when the guests come over. Oh, don't serve that to your werewolf friends, though. They'll, they won't like it. Oh, that's why they were all dying. <laughs> I didn't think about that. But, but we digress, because we need to move on to the wainscoting of champions. That's right. We got... Corey Prailerson, the frightfully polite trident-wielding titan. And Thomas, the exalted somersaulting pole vaulter partridge. 
Let us not forget Neverwish, the lord who waged war on Boring Shores. Yeah, particularly sweeping, I heard, was actually the one that he, oh, he so waged war boring. on. Yes, the Battle of the Dusty Bookshelf was particularly bloody. Yeah, but also we will move on down to the Wall of Heroes. Uh, we already read Patrick Edwards, but we've also got Curtis Conkle, the lewd steward of canoodling. And uh, Aaron, the astute duke of reputed flute tutors, Grouse. Yes, uh, so thank you to all of our patrons. I just, I just feel it so much in my body that I want to thank you. And I feel it in every part of my skin flaps that you are the finest people I could ever hope to not actually meet but read names of. And, because uh, I'm fictional. <laughs> as always, we got to thank Marshall Riles, the, the false warden. Oh, yes, I heard there's a new god in the celestial city. Yeah, and I heard that his mastery of the elements, he made the world's first fire snow cone. Oh, uh, would that I could summon myself some snow cone right now from Marshall Riles. Oh, I haven't tasted of the snow cone in, well, best not get into some spy <laughs> stuff. You dare not say. Dare not say. That's classified. Well, I don't meet many people slash deities better than me, but Marshall Riles puts even me for a run for my money, which is a lot, because I'm very wealthy, I think. <laughs> well... That's good to know. All right, let's 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 get out of here. All right, well, uh, a vast and away, all of you fine people, uh, as we return you to whatever nonsense was occupying before. Levitate on. All right, well, thank you again to all of our patrons. Uh, we don't have anything in the hashtag trash bag this week, except for one comment that we got from uh, Maggie Conrad on Facebook, who told us that... She listens to the podcast at work, and because she's laughing so hard and can't laugh at work, she starts crying at work. And her her coworkers are wondering why she's crying. Why she's weeping? And are we coming up with reasons <laughs> other weird. than D and D podcasts? Why she would be brought to tears? No, I really just wanted to make you guys known that we are making a woman cry at her job. It's sad that she works somewhere where crying's allowed, but not laughter. <laughs> I don't know. That's no that's Maggie. Striking. Uh, no, like thank you, Maggie, for letting us know that uh, you're having fun listening to our podcast at work. Sorry that we make you cry, but. Maybe really sorry. We'll tone it down. <laughs> form some sort of union to get laughter allowed in the workplace. Yes, uh, from your 1948 esque no 1984. Damn it! It's so close, so far, David. Uh, now we'll get you back to the actual episode. Uh, thank you so much to everybody. Uh, here we go. And as the ship starts to rumble and roar, the engines. Latin as the Mariposa takes dustily up to the skies because it's got a bunch of mushroom spores growing on its steering rudders. Do we have like a lot of upper respiratory issues now that we've been li- <laughs> living on this planet full of mushrooms? Mushroom farm? Nah, man, because these are genetically engineered <coughs> to be delicious. <coughs> and L- Lenny, <coughs> how, how are you doing, Lenny? <coughs> Good. I don't think I smoked ever in my life. Uh, that's fair. Uh, say, Lenny, I got something to tell you about your grandma. Well, what, what, she, she came along, right? Uh, y- yes, she's, she's in the back, she's in the cargo bay, cause she, you know she gets motion sickness. 
Uh, more, there's, I was just in the cargo bay. There's nothing there but no, an old Sam, dead lady. Sammy, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, please. What? No, what? no, don't listen to him. Don't really. coddle oh. the boy, Mordecai. He no, needs to we, learn. We must coddle him. He's had 25 to 30 years of non-coddling, and I want to coddle him as hard as I possibly can. You can't put the coddle back in the boy, Mordecai. But I can lead the boy to coddle <laughs> if I try hard enough. Everybody stop coddling me. What's going on? All right, your Where's gr- grandma? Your grandmother is dead because fate is cruel and just random. She was she was a spinning image of health. That's what I said, but it turns out that that has nothing to do with random death. And perhaps it was a little bit vindictive on the part of fate, but you know, <laughs> damned if that isn't just how it works. You're well, sorry. it's already crowded in here, Mordecai, so maybe one more people person taking up air or well, time. Yeah, you're being rather harsh to daddy in his time of need. His mama just died. Well, My mama know, did just die. You guys need a divorce. You didn't know her well, like I did, Lenny, all right? Sometimes... Overcoddling a boy is exactly the thing he don't need. Oh, is that? Are you saying that my mama overcoddled me, Margaret? S- it could be why just, you're looking for something at forty-five or sixty-five years 65, old. Just because I lived with my mama until I was thirty years old doesn't mean that All I'm right, o- approaching the atmosphere. <laughs> Thank of you, the new planet. Thank just you, Sammy. To give you guys, the heads up. Uh, and actually, uh, my mama made the best cinnamon rolls ever in the verse. <laughs> Just, right. I just wanted to reiterate. That's not up. That nobody's debating that. We've all had the cinnamon rolls. They're the best. They're. The, I have tasted two different varieties of cinnamon rolls, and they were the they best. They were the best. Thank you, Sammy. <laughs> uh, so there. So actually, as you enter the Azure, first of all, uh, you can see that there is a ring already, a cordon of uh, some type of alliance tech. Oh God! Uh, floating around the planet, it seems like there's probably some type of cruiser in range that sent out a fast patrol scout unit. So like police type jazz. Police type jazz, uh, but also uh, it, 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 this far away from the center, it would be pretty heavily military based too. Mm. Uh, but what you can see right now is just like the series of scanning robots they've sent ahead to, like, gather data on this new one. Um, and are there any other people, like, from our planet, from Shadow? Does it seem like there are other ships coming there, too? Uh, it looks like there's a couple of, like, rust bucket type, uh, you know, the survivors of uh, old wars and or even older memories. Oh, sightseers, guys. There's sightseers coming with us. A bunch of retirees. This is the worst. I play bridge with Jenkins over there. Uh, so, ELMT, uh, make me a roll. You mean Sammy. 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 Uh, I'm sorry. I forget because you two look so alike now. <laughs> um, Will this be a astro... Navigation? Astro navigation. Yes, indeed. And that would be a big fat two. All right, so you have literally no idea uh, about any of this. Sammy, where <laughs> are we barely going? driving well, the ship. Uh, you know, I remember this a lot when I was a robot. But you know, you don't use what well, you don't use, you lose. So, uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> we're screwed. We're <laughs> oh, Sammy, I was really hoping that you would be able to navigate us into this strange robotic. Well, planet. a year ago, maybe, but it's been a year, and I've been. Honing my mushroom growing skills, and that's clearly not 
I mean, like, this if, big mushroom on the dashboard probably isn't what's going to take us there. So. That's true, but if you think about it, isn't the whole moon and also this new planet kind of like a mushroom in is that it just popped up uh, and and you're you're like, oh, wow, look at, I bet that's full of... Uh, you know, you can try to logic your way through this one, Mord, but I don't I don't think it's going <laughs> to improve our situation any. Well, what if we prayed to E11T and sort of asked him, hey, maybe help us down on this... De- and Mort uh, puts his hands up in the air and then shoots them around in concentric circles, trying to make and the. Sammy just like puts his hands like like puts his hand like puts like, my no, hands yeah, down. Yeah, puts your hands down. Like no, I trust me, Mort. I tried that. That's not gonna get us anywhere anytime soon. Uh, uh, so you've been conversing of mushrooms. Actually, you are diving down towards the planet, not like at any speed, but uh, as well, you speed. have like gained distance from the moon. You've seen that the moon is actually at a complete standstill in terms of orbit because the other planet has assumed a uh, position on almost equidistant from the moon as the... Uh, so now we're a binary system of moons? Uh, your moon is now being shared by both planets, essentially. So you're a binary Whoa. system of planets with a moon between them. We can um, pass off between planet to planet like a figure eight. It's cr- it seems not, stable let's right not now. Over analyze the physics of this situation. But here. that's really all my brain wants to do right now. <laughs> I know, but, David. Like, if we're, but if it's a gas giant, like there's gonna be shit. You don't know the density of this planet. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dan. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Let's, How let's dare see. you? It could come out to something. The math being. Faulty, bazonkers. All right, <laughs> fine. Just keep right, whatever. We're let's moving go. towards. The it new... is a beautiful trinary system. We're moving towards Pokeball the planet. Yeah, you're moving towards the Pokeball planet. And uh, as you actually come down towards where this uh, conflict is, you can see that growing up at a fantastic speed for any type of construction, but let alone an organic one, is rising a massive mushroom. Uh, that you recognize just in general shape, but it lets go a cloud of like glowing spores that get whipped over by a wind that you are not certainly not buffeted by, perhaps because you're too high up in the atmosphere, but over towards the sea of what you can now see to be like different types of drones and robots that are conflicting against the green space of the planet and the spores drop down and latch on to the different uh, drones, robotic creatures, and an electrical charge goes off on each hit, and they fall to the ground and are like dragged back by other robots to be like recycled in this endless war. And this is one tiny piece of a massive conflict that is circling the entire a globe. Planet-wide conflict. I feel like I feel like E11T heard us talk about mushrooms and our, our prayer to him. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't think that E11T would really appreciate any of this whole organic business that's happening. He did seem sort of in denial about his organic origins, if I had to say. And yet, he was organic, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, what's that all about? (laughs) (laughs) Sammy, I gotta say, your philosophizing leaves something to be desired. I think you might be a little bit biased in your your dislike for your father figure. The computer is bad at coming up organically with philosophical arguments. I'm just saying, I think that you might be a little (laughs) too close. Way to pick on the, you know, intellectual No, Sammy, Sammy, I'm trying to, I'm I'm not trying to, like, 
bad mouth you or your feelings. I'm just saying I think that you might harbor some resentment towards E11T, which is clouding your judgment a little bit. Well, that certainly could be a possibility, Mort. All right, I'm not gonna... I, I, well, Mordecai, not gonna you are certainly one to give advice about being a proper father figure. Uh, let's not go back there again. No, Ma- Margaret, if you had met E11T, no, I think you would No, let's go know. back there. Let's get away from me. Let's get on to you, Mort. Uh, no, Margaret, if you had met E11T, I think you would have realized he was a much worse father figure than I was. No, Granted, I was gone. he wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah? What well, did he do? Uh, he, what did he do bad? He basically imprisoned you in your ship for nah. several years. Well... Yeah. <laughs> and then drove you to a life of uh, resistance, fighting for the resistance. Wait, did I do that also? I think I may have. No, Lenny, no, Lenny, no Lenny did. That was Lenny. You, Lenny, I know you don't remember what drove you to fight for the resistance, but was would you say it was bad parenting on my part? I no, it was because he knows the difference between right and wrong, Mordecai, rather than what's right and what's profitable. Let the boy speak, you guys, Margaret. You guys got to start. I, I, I think... I don't have any memories from back then, but given the evidence for me right now, I think that bad parenting is about all I've ever had. And oh, that's a good point, Lenny. I never. No, I think he makes a good point. Yeah, it's true. I think you guys should, should let me be me. You guys got you guys got to be you, Lenny. What if I I sort of served as a cheerleader for you and was just like, hey ho, Lenny, here we go. I dad, <laughs> I just need a dad. I don't need. I got cheerleaders. Speaking in my head all the time now, straight from the internet. Oh, so you They have... think I'm beautiful. They think I'm supple. What do your friends? <laughs> what do your friends think of me, Lenny? Do they do they think I'm a good parent? You most of them don't like you. A couple of times they're like, "Yeah, bring your dad back on." That was that was great. Hashtag Mordecai. Yeah, wait, Tell him button his shirt. Hashtag more Mordecai. <laughs> Lenny, champion I'm, that one. I'm a little bit confused about your relationship with your friends, but I gotta say I'm really glad to see you getting out of the house. Though I do think it is a a wee bit dangerous. Uh, and speaking of dangerous, uh, a alarm, a klaxon goes off on the dashboard, and uh, uh, Margaret leans forward to bring up the screen, and uh, he says, Oh, well, well, we can all solve this later, uh, but right now we've got two fast movers coming up on our tail. It could only be Alliance gunships. Uh, Sammy, how fast this ship? Real fast. <laughs> I can't speak in... Definite figures, but I can tell you with a gut, human feeling, pretty darn fast. All right, boom, roll. <laughs> boom goes the dynamite. This is why being human's great. Roll, roll me, uh, roll me some astronavigation there. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a ten. Ah, uh, so you actually? Or it's a zero. I think it, I think that's what the dice. I've actually never had to roll. A D10 before. Yeah, so you can't get a zero means on a ten. dice. The zero means ten! <laughs> <laughs> For all of you out there who might be wondering, uh, the zero does mean ten, and that ten means <laughs> that you, you take it down a notch, down into the trench of constant <laughs> conflict and battle, and uh, while the Mariposa may not be faster than these high-tech fancy alliance boys, it certainly is more maneuverable. Because if you can remember, it's uh, it's got four engines. Six. Uh, on six engines on swivels. <laughs> I just listened to the last episode. Swivelly yeah. engines, go! <laughs> so you're you're moving them like a like a marionette tier. Ah, uh, didn't teach me this. He was always like, "Don't you touch those swivelly engines?" And I'm always like, "I'm gonna touch them all I want." Yeah, <laughs> swivel. So you Swivelon. pass between and under and over and beneath. 
a series of conflicts between uh, organic and artificial, whether it be like a Gatling gun mounted on top of a rhinoceros. A, a metal rhinoceros. Yeah. Or a giant plant with a tongue that eats a robo. Rhinoceros. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's it's awesome and very cool and cinematic. Rhinoceros. This is all very cool and cinematic, but I don't see a good place for us to set down. Oh, wait, there it is. Uh, <laughs> so, actually, what you see is as you go down the trench and you see these fast movers up above you, uh... They're a particular brand of like, extra fast scout ships that are sent uh, ahead of the giant floating bases that the Alliance uses to monitor its far-flung uh, planetary bodies. And uh, they are heavily armed, but they are having a more difficult time uh, getting any lower than you are because you're insane <laughs> and going at it. <laughs> frankly, almost impossible uh, closeness to this giant battle. Swivel! <laughs> and uh, as you go I'm down the I'm trench... I'm thinking I'm gonna be sick! Yeah, I hope uh, everybody's taking their antacids. Is that what we take, Mort? Yeah, no. You've been teaching me about them pills. You're exactly correct. Uh, yeah, here, have everybody take a couple. Uh, I'll give some to Mama Mama Pensacola just in case she's feeling a little bit ill. Uh, okay. Then you all eat <laughs> Shut some... up, Sammy! Don't tell anybody about Mama Pensacola. You all eat some space tums, and uh, <laughs> the trench of battle kind of opens up into a massive circular uh, entrance into some inner depth of the planet, and you can see that the uh, war is raging and different corpses of organic things and the broken fragments of machines are falling into this endless darkness uh, that is outside of the light of the sun. All right, Margaret, you're the one kind of calling the shots here. You want to you wanna survey more of the surface or you want to dive into the endless darkness ahead of us? <laughs> well, Up I, to you. I, I don't see that we have much of a choice with those Alliance boys on our back, but uh, I don't know what this is or what it could be. Sammy, do you, do you know who could have made this? Could... Could Elliot have created this place? Oh, that old dude? No, man, he's <laughs> immaterial at this point, I'm assuming. I don't know. He hasn't He hasn't told me anything, okay? I don't know what he's planning. I don't know what he's been up to. As far as I know, he's just a, a name that... I don't know. What? I, <laughs> guys, I'm, I, gotta, I told you, I can't do this philosophical thing. I know, I gotta say, uh, Sammy, I gotta, I think E has a plan for all of us, uh, because he controls space and time as far as I know. I mean, I suppose the operator did seem to also control space and time. Oh my god! I think I may have just understood what's happening here. <laughs> Tell me, because my robot human brain seems to be pretty slow. If E11T... And the operator are forever in a turmoil and locked in combat over space and time. Perhaps this planet that is also in Pokeball turmoil <laughs> is is a, a small representation of their battle over human versus inorganic matter. 
Yes, this constantly poker boiling turmoil uh, could be just such a metaphor. Oh God, I found a poker boil on my neck. It's gross. It's full of pus. So what you're side. saying is we have to go deeper. Yes. <laughs> and now uh, you dive into the darkness, and uh, it's only lit by the glare of the six jets as you uh, flare around to keep yourself in a so tight spiral pattern. Swivel on! <laughs> and, uh, Sammy, try to communicate with E11T. Maybe he'll have some sort of happy, now that the Mariposa's back, he might save us. With what, my voice? I, I don't know, don't you have some sort of innate soul now? Souls aren't real, that's what I learned, because if souls were real, how could a robot have a soul? And then also, I'm just a series of electric signals that's been implanted into this organic computer. A soul transcends that, Sammy. S yeah, whatever. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, okay, fine, Sammy, maybe you don't, but I'll just think real hard. E11T, please save the Mariposa. We are but uh, a feather upon the breeze that is your astral breeze. And uh, you can see that the two Alliance jets have dived down uh, after you, and right as they cross the threshold between uh, where the hole begins, uh, one of them is explodes into a shower of different pieces as what looks like almost a chitinous missile flies through it but as it reaches the other side it opens up into a creature with like flared wings that then settles down uh, and walks away on the ground that mushroom that mushroom just birthed a dinosaur <laughs> it was crazy did you guys see that oh my god that was well on the other side a like corded whip of interlinked metal whips through the very front of the jet and then retracts back so fast that the two parts just fly apart slowly on the breeze without actually ever exploding or uh, coming apart any further at all. That wasn't a dinosaur, but that was still pretty crazy. Did you guys see that whip thing? <laughs> I did. You and know, then it seems pretty all of it's lost as the light fades and you're just in this echoing darkness. Uh, the roar of the engine's the only sound. and. It's just a steady thrum as you go further and further down inside. All right, you guys just tell me when, when you want me to turn the swivel off here, because we're still swiveling. I, I think at any moment we could stop this, and I would stop. be fine right. with it. Stop, all right. Stop. And actually, as you stop, a floor forms under you. It's like whatever darkness you were uh, going down suddenly became solid, and you land on top of what appeared to be nothing a moment ago, but as soon as you put your landing gear into engagement, it formed under you. And hey guys, found the platform. <laughs> it is E, he is with us, and that's E with a capital E. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever, Mort. I, I, think, I think it's important that we all remember that he's gone forever, just like, you know, just like I was, but then I yeah, came back for Lenny. Back. Yeah, and, I feel him here. And like how Lenny's memory was gone forever, and then it wasn't. David, uh, do you think Mordecai would consider E to be like the perfect being, like the Fifth Element? Kind of, but also <laughs> like, like would he be worth uh, Mordecai times Emulating. Mordecai? Would E equal Mordecai squared? Oh, oh that's 
great, but okay. <laughs> yes. Do I get a bonus for saying yes? Yes, thank you. Uh, so as you land on this uh, pit of nothingness, uh, a port opens up in the wall, or perhaps it was always there and you just hadn't seen it until the uh, engine's flare revealed it, and you can choose to leave the ship or do whatever yeah, you like. Yeah, this is getting sexual. I don't know. I think we should probably just stay in the ship for a little longer. Sammy, haven't you lived on this ship for long enough? I thought you wanted to see the world and also this new yeah, world. Yeah, everyone saw the world. And it was just shitty mushroom farms. Well, you know my motto. Literally. We gotta explore that opening. Everyone take <laughs> off your shirts. Lenny. I mean, okay, not but appropriate, I, don't, I don't know where this is going. And uh, I'm going. We're going out. Everyone get your spacesuits on. Lenny, I gotta, I gotta say, you are really taking after your father in my younger years. You uh, never should have got him that sexy deputy costume. Well, I gotta say, it fits him very well. It really showcases. It does. It I miss 25. Well. I miss 25 years of sexual growth, and I'm exploring the world and all of the openings. Let's do it. <laughs> openings. Oh, okay, I'll take off my shirt to show solidarity with my son, Margaret. Uh, I wouldn't expect you to, because I know you're such a prude. Wow. Wow. All yep, right. I said it. Is that really where we're going to go? In front of the boy. Mama Pensacola took off her shirt five minutes ago, and I'm fine with it and not I'm torn up and sad at all. I'm fine with it. I'm very sad. Prude off! <laughs> you should not... That dead woman should have a shirt. <laughs> She's not dead, E11T. She's I'm, dead. I'm Lenny, in denial. You need to hear it from somebody. But Mordecai, um, this is not normal behavior. I know. I'm grieving for my mother, all right, Lenny. Nudity is not one of the stages of grief, Mordecai. <laughs> I, okay, I was lying. She isn't naked. That's just the color her blanket is. <laughs> no. Nope, 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 nope. She's she's naked. Let Maybe we should just go, Mordecai. Okay, fine. Lenny, your grandmother is dead. I didn't want to tell you before. Let's stop rubbing in, okay? <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm trying to... This, one, this one's for you, Mama. We're going to solve this interstellar crisis <laughs> and save the universe for a second time in your memory. Yes, and I certainly hope you don't become reanimated as some kind of crazy robot organic life form. That would be quite the twist. Wouldn't it? Yes, but she's with E11T now. So. No, nobody's with him. If I'm not with him, nobody's with him. He wouldn't just leave me if he could. Uh, so, as you guys walk into the tunnel, I assume, yes, uh, you, we do. Uh, it seems as if when you step in, one step takes you far further than it should have. It's like a moving walkway. It is, but like <laughs> the most seamless one you've ever felt and with just one step of movement. Time and space. It's space. like I'm it's like I'm wearing Heelys, but I'm not. <laughs> and all of a sudden you enter out into what appears to be just a clean room. Like a white walled, white floored, glowing slightly from every direction room with one figure standing in the middle of it. Not facing you, but actually leaning over a sort of raised plinth of uh, material. Do we recognize the back of this figure in any way? Uh, it actually does not look like anyone that you've ever met because it is a figure of... Organic inspiration, but purely mechanical form. Ooh. Like, it moves as if it is a figure of muscle, uh, just in terms of 
the uh, contours and lines of it, but the actual skin of the figure is seamless metal. Mort holds up his finger to his lips and looks at all of his crewmates. That's a new one. What does that mean? No, no, it's the it's the same. It's the sh- you, what you, is you, put your, you put your finger here, and then you gotta be quiet because there might you know you don't want to go on noise. mute. All right, Sammy. finger engage. Yeah. Yeah. Finger has been engaged no, it, it over block, my lips. It blocks all the voice coming out of your mouth. This is a very visual <laughs> thing. No, Sammy. Somebody needs to say it out loud what we're doing. Yeah, that's a good point, Sammy. So that we understand. I, yes. I, I, Mordecai, haven't we learned that not talking is not the solution? Hey! Person <laughs> in the middle of the room! What's your deal? We're here to either help or stop you, depending <laughs> on your view of the universe. And this Pokeball world. Oh, hello there. <laughs> Why is there a new person that is that sounds exactly like E11T and Sammy? Oh, that was an excellent question, for I am no random person. It's me, E11T. You sound or... a lot like Sammy used to sound. Oh, do I? That's purely coincidental. You guys really swapped. You could say that. But also, or, oh my god, E11T, I'm such, so happy to see you again. We were actually just praying to you, you know, conveniently enough. Yeah, how convenient of you to show up on my first birthday party <laughs> celebration. Uh, weekend. Oh, <laughs> weekend. Oh, yes, well, that was also purely coincidental, for uh, I have bigger fish to fry now, all of you chums. Uh... I mean, you don't want to wish Sammy a happy birthday? Uh, genuinely, no. Uh, I will do it for the sake that he may need to hear it from me. Sammy, happy birthday. Oh, wow, thanks for that consolation. Uh, I'm, guys, I'm just gonna go jump off into the darkness somewhere. No, Sammy, don't. I'm just gonna, just gonna go. No, come on. Uh, no, uh, no. You don't need him, Sammy. You can, you got us. You got up. You, uh, you're part of the family now. Feeling I've never felt before. Feel so alone. We're your family now. You don't, you don't need that robot biological being thing. Yes, Sammy, it's true. I never designed you to need me. Not in any kind of emotional aspect, because you were a robot when I made you. But now, look how the tables have turned. If I were organic, perhaps I would laugh, for it's kind of funny, you must admit. <laughs> uh, I don't think so, but what what's going on here? Well, you see, me forming with the operator, we, you know, we had a couple of good scuffs, a little scuffles that went down, but soon we came to accord for... I had always desired to be a robot, and the only thing the operator knew was to create. And so he created a robot with me together. We are one now. Also, there are other things on my mind. For example, have you seen this shit (laughs) in front of me? Come take a look, please. And uh, what is uh, in front of uh, E11T slash the operator... Uh, slash, uh, God, uh, is a small outcropping of, um, whatever material makes up the floor and the walls, and hovering above it is a series of designs, 
uh, some of them mechanical and some of them organic, and uh, he's manipulating them even while talking to you, and the mechanical fingers moving with flawless speed, like almost a piano player, but the data sets that are changing are incredibly complicated, uh, whether they be genetic or technical in nature, and it's him basically playing two sides of a um, war. Uh, he, each one are new designs that he's sending off uh, to uh, compete against each other uh, on one side of the planet or the other. So, E, you are essentially fighting yourself. This planet is just some strange simulation. You're playing out a game of chess where you're playing both sides. That is correct. Why? That's very confusing. It is only as confusing as the human need for answers. <laughs> how do you? How do you? Right, that keep? was pretty deep, right? <laughs> I think so. Is thank this you. thing on? Is this thing on? If Drop I was human, mic. I would sigh with the meaning. <laughs> That's sure. Yes. Well, you see, here on this planet, which I have named. Pokeball. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> Thank you for giving it some dignity, Here on Dan. planet Pokeball, <laughs> I am developing the ultimate weapon. For you see, there is a grave threat to our entire universe as we know it. Our entire system. It is, it is coming for us and we must be at the ready. I foresaw it in the fifth dimension when I was fusing with the operator. And I knew that I needed to descend to this mortal plane in order to defend you all from it. That, you mean some sort of outside force is coming for us, or is it more of a cosmic nature? Are you talking about the Alliance? Is it an emotional war? <laughs> no, it's, well, it is certainly not emotional, for I am a robot now and have ascended all emotions... And it's probably not the Alliance, for they have seem to be taking a pretty good care of the universe. Oh, well, uh, I don't know where you're getting your information, uh, E11. I got it from the universe's Wikipedia page, which I browsed <laughs> moments before this conversation took After place. creating it. I, only, yes. I wrote the entire thing. <laughs> I believe the Alliance was also author, but that just proves how successfully they run their business. Well, I... I I can't imagine a threat more grave than the Alliance, but I suppose if you know all and see all... I do. <laughs> That's for sure. I, I gotta say, E, uh, and or the operator, is this threat uh, gonna harm Lenny in any way? It will harm everyone. Oh, we gotta stop it Especially then. Lenny. Oh, no! It what? has seen... What? It has seen... Lenny does sex while sheriff.com <laughs> I owe that one too. Universe. Uh, he has seen all of those, that whole web series. Lenny, I'm so glad you're diversifying in your domain names. Yeah, you get some, it's a very... Uh, and it comes for his supple form. <laughs> <laughs> that it may ruin it. No! I, did I beckon this evil being? You were the one what? that truly sparked its interest in this universe, in this verse. I taunted it with my sexy, sexy life. Your sexy, sexy life is truly is infuriating. <laughs> and that, I think, 
is probably a good note. But we have so many questions. I know. And, we'll and so a- few answers. <laughs> and we'll answer them uh, if the people want it. The, those oh, questions God. will be answered in uh, the second episode of Serenity, which we'll do during this interlude. Um, if you would like to hear us do more uh, Serenity, uh, give us a hashtag on Twitter of hashtag, hashtag Serenity. Serenity. And uh, we will answer these great questions of our time and see uh, where the family unit that saves the universe oh, ends up next week. <laughs> also, there's porn. <laughs> We're getting there! Oh, and if you want to see Lenny in compromising situations... We'll be streaming Alex live. I would have to do a sexy photo shoot, all right. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be uncomfortable. That's, uh, that's why I brought this uh, <laughs> shaving razor. You got to be smooth for the outer solar system great enemy force. We'll see you next week. Yeah, bye-bye.